Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. I'm Associate Editor Aaron Marsh, and I recently had a chance to speak with Raja Shikara Maya, Vice President of Global Business Consulting at digital banking solutions provider Infosys Finical, which surveyed more than 1,165 executives at banks of all types regarding their use of retail digital banking technology, including how their organizations are investing, where they expect the biggest changes will take place in the coming years, and where they're falling short of expectations. Mr. Maya took the time to walk through some of the findings from this study that included input from 170 large multinational or national banks, 89 regional banks, 547 community banks, and 95 credit unions from across the globe. So, as you rightly mentioned, uh, we've been doing this uh, research jointly with FMA for a number of years now. This is the 13th edition that we are publishing it. And uh, what started with 200 and 250 participants way back in 2008, today it stands at, this research specifically stands at covering around more than 1,100 banking business executives. And these executives represent all across uh, the globe, plus various segments of the banks, whether it is large banks or in terms of mid-sized banks, regional banks, community and credit unions. So it is a uh, well taught uh, and covered uh, report so that all aspects and all uh, uh, opinions are being taken care of. And, and is this um, all these all these banks, is this like globally? Yes, it's a global. So it covers all six continents. So we have tried to now make sure that it represents the each and every continent and the region so that we are not leaving out any specific region or, or a country uh, from the report. Okay. Well, one of the one of the strongest results that I that, that jumped right out at me um, is this question where you're, you're polling these executives on the area of banking where they expect the most innovation over the next five years. And pretty much overwhelmingly, like 53 percent um, pointed to product delivery and, and specifically channels of product delivery. What can you tell us about this? Absolutely, Lawson. I think all of us have, have, have undergone, uh, never seen before, or probably never again kind of a pandemic situation. And because of which uh, most of the time, uh, the customers were expecting the financial services being delivered to their devices. And uh, either it is because they are not able to visit the physical branches or the ATMs, either due to lockdown conditions or in terms of physical distance expectations, so more and more banks were expected to go digital at scale overnight. And this is where the pandemic has given not only an opportunity, but at the same time accentuated the need for going digital. So we have seen 53% of the bankers out of these 1,100 plus bankers who responded. So they are now looking at using delivery channels, whether it is in terms of online banking, mobile banking, or using a social media-based banking to be used as the, the first and the foremost and the primary channel of communication with the customers when it comes to in terms of delivery of financial transactions. And that's what we have found out in this report, Talasan. Yeah. Um, okay, so I wanted to move to this section because I find this fascinating here. Um, there's, a, there's a section that breaks out um, all these, these survey respondents um, asks them to gauge the success of different components 
of business innovation. And so just looking at this, you know, how do they feel they've been, you know, very successful, somewhat successful, not successful, and, and so on. Um, it seems like the, the, le- the area of least success, so they've got least confidence in um, measuring success of innovation initiatives. So it sounds like they're, they're putting all this effort and, and money and time into innovation, but maybe they're not so good at, at, uh, at, at actually measuring the results they're getting. Absolutely. And uh, this is one of the reasons in terms of uh, uh, while you start putting your money into this innovation, it is not that it is going to be yielding results immediately, unlike any other project. So these innovation investments are spread across from anywhere between a period of two to three years before you see actual results, because it has to percolate down. The organization has to change and to adapt to these kind of innovations. And from then on, what is goes into the customers and from customers, then you start receiving the feedback, the advocacy, the loyalty. So it is going to take time. So within a year, you will not be able to see the results, but it is the investment that you are trying to make to yield the results at a future point in time. Uh, hence, you see more and more banks are now increasing their investments on uh, innovations. And this year, when we ask this question, uh, which are all the areas these uh, financial institutions are planning to increase or decrease the level of investments, we have heard uh, uh, around 78% of the bankers said that their organization is planning to increase the level of investments in the customer experience. Because that is when you will have the advocacy and loyalty coming into picture. And that advocacy loyalty will have a an effect after six to 12 months when new customers come in based on somebody suggesting or a word of mouth. Hmm. Um, another area that stands out to me is, you know, there's, there's some lack of confidence at, at these banks that they're doing this well. Um, get this, having a well-defined innovation strategy. Um, and there's actually a good number that are, you know, that, that find that they are somewhat unsuccessful or very unsuccessful at that. Um, are they going into these innovation projects maybe without like a key foundation? Uh, not exactly. So it varies from bank to bank and it also depends on the size of the bank. Mm. So if you now look at in the segment three and four, which is largely the credit unions and community banks, you may not have a separate division of innovation group or a, a chief innovation officer being identified and recruited. It is all happening from the ground up, even at the branch level, there'll be some smaller innovation that is going to yield results immediately for the bank to achieve it. But as you look at uh, the upper segment in terms of the larger banks where they have gone ahead and created uh, subgroups of innovations or in terms of departmental-wise innovation groups or there's a, it's a specific CXO designation called Chief Innovation Officer, that is where you see some of these uh, challenges coming into picture, not able to now spread that entire innovation across because the organization dynamics and as well as culture has to adjust to it. Uh, that is where you see these challenges coming up. Mm. Um. And then again, you know, because we, we seldom get the chance to really break into this, what's, what's going on at banks. There's a question that asks how successful uh, these, these banks are, these organizations are in, in addressing the following innovation and digital transformation challenges. And one of the, so I want to look at the pain points. We have an opportunity to do that uh, because the area where it seems like there's the largest potential issue comes into a, a lack of skills and expertise. So are we talking like, uh, you know, are, are these organizations having trouble getting the talent that they need to get these innovation projects through? 
Absolutely, Lassan. I think it's a global phenomenon, not just limited to the banks, and especially the pandemic has accentuated, and we are seeing a lot of talent war going on across industries. So one of the important things that uh, banks, when we ask them in this report, uh, question around uh, what is the level of importance uh, uh, in the in the context of customer in next to three to five years perspective. So almost 90% of the bankers said that uh, delivering mobile channel user experience is extremely important for them. While they have identified that as an extremely important and 90% have responded uh, uh, to that question. But if you now look at the reality, reality on ground is only 49% of the bankers said they have uh, done something around this mobile banking experience being delivered. So there is a huge gap between the expectation and the reality. And that is to do with in terms of the right talent being recruited. So if you now look at it is a combination of business domain experience, process experience, and technology platform coming into picture, and all of them coming together to help build these kind of experiences. So we today we do have a challenge on the ground. And specifically, the pandemic has uh, redefined uh, the work, workplace, and the workforce. So all three are undergoing dynamic changes as we speak. And that is where you see that the, the entire uh, challenges around having the right talent to do what the banks are looking at in the next two, three to five years horizon is going to be a challenge and as well as an opportunity for them. Hmm. Thank you for that. But the there also seems to be a problem too in just sort of looking at these pain points. Um, this one relates to the time and cost required from concept to reality. So if we're talking about um, you know, digital banking or mobile banking innovations, um, there seems to be a, a lack of confidence around actually you know, ideation and coming up with the concept of the project and actually executing. Do you see that in there? Absolutely. See, and this is uh, typical in the larger banks uh, and uh, banks which have legacy environment. So the existing legacy technology infrastructure is holding them back. It's very easy to have a conceptualizing a, uh, where the new digital onboarding, digital experiences and uh, the customer onboarding and mobile can be visualized. But when it comes to implementation, execution on the existing uh, infrastructure of legacy, that is where the challenges are because banks are finding it difficult to see the APIs not being exposed, the microservices are not available, the market infrastructure is not ready, they're not able to link to the ecosystem in terms of fintechs and startups. So all of this starts popping up one after the other, and that is where the challenge is for them to now realize what the concept that have uh, uh, visualized. Hmm. And, and it makes me wonder too, because if we're talking about the, the big banks, maybe having some of these legacy systems, you know, you may have an instance where the larger banks had the resources to invest earlier on when it was more of these legacy systems being put in place. Um, I wonder if some of those big banks may be at a disadvantage right now. We're talking about open banking and digital banking. Then maybe some of the smaller banks, regional and community banks, the credit unions, maybe they didn't have those systems in place. Um, now moving to, you know, um, you know, to, to mobile banking and open banking solutions where they didn't have so many legacy systems to have to um, overcome. Absolutely, you're right, you're bang on Lawson. And that is the challenge that most of the larger banks are finding it. But the some of the larger banks have also found out an alternate way in terms of trying to create a bank in a bank. That means in terms of a digital twin of their uh, environment, 
That means it will not have any dependency on the existing legacy infrastructure. From day one, it is going to be on new modern platforms and uh, new ways of doing businesses, a different uh, uh, the, the statement of uh, direction, and more importantly, the standard operating procedure. All of that are going to be aligned to the digital way of doing business. And you see many of those examples coming up with the bigger banks. And uh, that is one of the ways that they are trying to now address this challenge of legacy. The second uh, way of uh, addressing it, some of the banks are trying to do is move module by module, component by component to latest technologies so that they don't have to now really depend on the entire uh, legacy platform for whatever innovation that they want to do. Wherever possible, they are trying to move component by component uh, by having a progressive modernization approach. And that is also giving them some benefit so that they don't have to rip and replace everything overnight. And that gives them some time of a breather for them to now look at doing it component by component. Okay, uh, thank you. And I want to flip the switch just very quickly, because in dealing with these, you know, these components of digital transformation challenges, there's actually a standout here too in terms of successful um, addressing, and that is getting, you know, CEO and leadership buy-in. It seems to me that there's like a, a pretty key majority here. Um, these banks, these organizations have been able to get um, buy-in from their leaderships on digital um, transformation. Absolutely. I think in, even in our own experience, our customer base, if you now look at Finacle has uh, more than 500 installations across more than 100 countries. We have seen successes in banks where there is a stronger uh, sponsorship and support from the leadership teams. So whenever there is a support and sponsorship, you see the projects going uh, very successful and uh, they will also be encouraging people taking risks and uh, innovating on the ground. So that is one of the important key find out from practical experience and as well as we have heard from the, the survey respondents here that wherever they have got this uh, senior management sponsorship and support, they are seeing successes. All right, very good. Um, and I just want to say this is a very in-depth survey and, and, you know, the results provided from it. So I definitely encourage anybody listening, um, seek it out if you're interested and, you know, download the full report because we're barely scratching the surface on this thing, to be honest. Um, but I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Maya. Um, if, you know, what, just like, what final detail can we add to this that stands out to you in this, in this report, in this survey? Absolutely. As you mentioned, uh, this is a comprehensive report and running for the 13th edition right now. But there are many other in interesting insights that this report provides. For example, when we ask the questions about uh, what is the business model uh, change that is going to be looking at in 2030, many of the banks said that uh, there is a business model innovation that is going to take place where some of the banks are interested in being a platform player. They want to move from a pipeline business to platform business. Some of them want to be a manufacturing uh, 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 the banking products, and some of them want to be distributing these banking products. So there are many such insights coming into picture. Similarly, when we ask this question to a the respondents in terms of whom do they think is going to be leaders uh, going forward in next to three, three, three to five years horizon, and specifically, uh, the observation was that almost 36% of the bankers believe 
that the big tech players like apple and google are in terms of the the leading consumer technology companies like uh, the amazon will lead the way in terms of the payments business the cards business and as well as in terms of uh, uh, some of the uh, digital delivery of uh, banking uh, services and today we have already seen that happening in india if you now look at india processes almost more than 3 billion transactions every month Uh, which is real time payments out of these 3 billion transactions almost 70% of these transactions are carried out by non banks like google pay whatsapp and uh, a walmart uh, held company like phone pay and as well as amazon pay so that is the interesting fact where the traditional banks are losing out on this business and the big tech are trying to now come into picture and uh, take into uh, some of these businesses head on so that is the some of these insights are available in this report i really appreciate people going through this report so that they get to know about what's happening around the globe so just to just to kind of draw that point out you know that many of these banks are expecting and and maybe we can also expect this that you're looking at these technology giants you know apple google amazon um to be key players um possibly in in digital banking in payments particularly um to, you know going forward rather than you know bank by bank by bank it's going to be some of these giants involved absolutely absolutely all right well we have been speaking with raja shikara maya of infosys finical um and thanks once again uh for taking the time with us today thank you lawson thanks for your opportunity you've been listening to the buzz a bank automation news podcast thanks for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news in financial services Please don't hesitate to rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice.